Woohoo, we're excited. So why don't you stand and welcome with me Joel to the pulpit and he's got a, he's got a word on his heart. Woohoo! Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man, I feel the Holy Ghost this morning. Not gonna lie, and I don't want to drink by myself. So, some people need to drink with me this morning. I felt the wine like pouring out in the worship this morning. That was a dream come true to have the violin being played. I've always dreamed about having violins and cellos in our worship, and that was so beautiful. And it was releasing like an intoxicating wine of his presence. Did anyone else feel that? And I was drinking it. <laughs> Jesus is alive. Thank you, God. Yeah, and I just we're going to have fun this morning. It's summer. It's New Year. We have fun in the presence of God. Is, are people excited about that? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I just released. We just released rivers of living water into this place. That we would drink deeply of your saturating, intoxicating presence. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, you are perfectly created to discern his presence. There aren't people who are more spiritual or less people or people who feel God more or less. Like God designed you perfectly to perceive the movement of his spirit and the touch of his presence. So actually relaxing and becoming just more relaxed actually allows you to tap in easier to his presence rather than trying to stir up this effort of, oh, that person's laughing and I'm not. That person's shaking and I'm not. Just be the way that he made you to be. And you'll feel him rising up from in your belly, (laughs) coming down over your head like oil. I love in the story of Esther when um, Esther's going to go before the king and they send all the women for six months to like bathe them in these oils and these perfumes and to like beautify them before they come before the king. And you know the Holy Spirit does that for us. He comes over us and like beautifies us like in his oil and in his presence so that we can go before the king. Isn't that cool? (laughs) You know, we were made for that kind of, purity and that kind of beauty, the world tries to take it from us and tries to kind of dilute the purity of the way we experience life, but the Holy Spirit comes to restore it, so that we become like children, like in the sight of God, and we start to dream again, and we start to dance and sing and rejoice, (laughs) Jesus, What's your name in the pink? Molly? Yeah, I just saw the Lord using you powerfully as an advocate for like abused people and hurt people. That there's, there's a heart in you for social justice. I don't know if you, you work in, I don't know, if you work in community service and you're involved in some type of government organizations and decisions where the Lord's going to use you powerfully, there's a voice that's going to roar out of you for people that don't have a voice, <laughs> broken and hurting. Whoa, shakta. Yeah, and there's a powerful river of healing that God's releasing through you, like physical healing, emotional healing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Why don't you just come? Reach out your hands towards their church. Like, this woman has a mighty calling on her life, and we want to bless her. Just let me pray for you. Just just relax. Close your eyes. Thank you, Jesus. The very power of God. Yeah, we just bless her calling, and we just release just a greater anointing. 
Thank you for what you've called her to do. And she's a champion of the of the broken and of the abused. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, God. How's everyone's New Year's been in Christmas and everything? It's been good. It's a special time of year for just relaxing and refocusing. Um, and I had a cra- I had a cool experience um, where like God loves to make bring our dreams. It's not going to make sense. <laughs> bring our dreams come true. <laughs> he likes to make our dreams come true. And I had this crazy experience where I always wanted to swim with dolphins. Like, I love dolphins and killer whales and marine mammals in general. But, um, so last year on New Year's Eve, I got to swim with dolphins, like, right up close. They were, like, a meter from me on Great Barrier Island. And then this year on New Year's, I thought it was crazy that on New Year's Eve, the exact same thing happened where I got to swim with dolphins again on the same day, a year later. And I was just like, God, that's so extravagant that you would do the same thing two years in a row, just because I just because I like it. <laughs> and, oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I just feel really strongly that He's just looking for uh, people who will just give themselves to His presence and like give themselves to just be fully His, like to love Him really well. And that's the biggest thing I think I want to do this year is just to. Love him really well. Uh, thank you, Jesus. So yeah, I got um, some words for 2016 as well. It's real cool to be up here on the first morning of the um, year. I think it's really special and I feel really honored by that. Um, the most powerful word that I felt like the Lord was giving me for 2016 was actually the word maturity. I feel like that was for myself, but I also feel like for the body, that the word maturity, that like the destiny, um, the destiny of us as a people is really the church, what the church is. The church is not the building, obviously, we all understand that, that the church is the people. And the, as the way that God grows, kind of rises the tide of what we can achieve is through each person like breaking into greater levels of maturity in their own life. That creates like a rising tide and a rising swell of like power of an anointing. And I feel like this year that people are going to step into new levels of maturity in your spiritual giftings, in um, the things that God's called you to. And what maturity means to me is it's the ability to become, to start becoming leaders. You know, every single one of us is called to be a leader and called to be a spiritually a father and a mother. So maturity, and I have a verse that goes along with that, if you have your Bibles, it's um, in the book of Philippians. Uh, Philippians chapter 1. I'm going to read this um, chapter actually from verse 3, Philippians 1, 3. Um, I thank my God every time I remember you and all my prayers. For all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you since I have you in my heart, whether I'm in chains or defending and confirming the gospel. All of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how I long for you all with the affection of Christ Jesus. 
this is the part, guys, that I really felt was for us in the area of maturity. This is my prayer, that love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. Filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and and praise of God. So I feel like we're going to a place this year where we're going to abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight so that we we may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. So yes, I just pray that you receive that for yourselves and step confidently into whatever areas of greater maturity like God is calling you to. Come on. The second word I had really strongly was um, kind of a double-headed phrase that this is a year to discover living life to the full and to discover more deeply the joy of loving God and of loving others. Come on. Uh, God wants to set us free to radically love God, love Him and the people around us. Uh, I want to read from um, the book of First John, if you don't mind. First uh, John three, from verse sixteen. How's everyone doing? Okay, it went quiet all of a sudden. Kind of started with a bang, and now we're just chilling. It's good. Okay, so First John three sixteen. Um, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Dear children, let us, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and truth. And this verse absolutely stunned me. You guys, listen to this. Um, this is how we know that we belong to the truth, and this part is amazing, and how we set our hearts at rest in his presence. This is how we know that we belong to the truth, and how we set our hearts at rest in his presence. Isn't that interesting? That the, the way that we set our hearts at rest in his presence is actually through the way that we serve and love other people. I found that interesting. Because in a way that could sound like hard work and sound like effort. I want to link this up, guys, to a couple of other verses. Um, in 1 John, in the same book here, guys, in 1 John 4, uh, verse 18, this is a really common verse that you'll all be familiar with. So there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. So what drives out fear is not actually simply just love, but it's perfect love which drives out fear. And what God's been showing me that love, what perfect love, so often we receive such an infilling of God's presence that like kind of on the inside we're feeling warm and fuzzy and, you know, it's a good feeling. 
but then we, we go out and you know the world can steal it and it can fade. What God's been showing me is that th- that's an experience of love. But perfect love is when the cycle actually gets completed. This perfect cycle of love is actually that it flows into us and then it almost immediately, as soon as there's a moment, it flows out so that the water continues to flow. And it's actually that perfect love when we start, when it's, it's interesting because um, <laughs> it's always a partnership. See, God's love can cast fear out of us, but also there's a part where we have to stand up and say, I'm not going to be afraid, and that also causes fear to flee. See, it's a partnership. And um, God's been just talking to me powerfully about this thing of perfect love casts out fear, and our hearts um, come to a place of rest when we're laying down our lives for our brothers and sisters. And God wants to do something powerful in our lives this year in our ability to love each other more and to love him more. And I had some really specific things to do with that that I felt like he he showed me. Um, God wants to deliver people from um, certain types of addictions to certain types of media. And I felt incredibly strongly also video game addiction. God wants to deliver people from these things um, because it's on his heart hugely that true life, the place where you're going to find rest in true life is when you're living in that place of that perfection of the cycle of love where he's filling you and you're pouring it out on other people. But the enemy has used things to try to draw people very, very deeply into worlds that aren't real, (laughs) worlds that will never satisfy you. And worlds that will steal, ultimately steal your joy and steal your most important relationships. So I just want to, felt like God wants to do something powerful. I want to pray into this today, where if you struggle in any way with like so much of your focus goes into your cell phone, goes into Facebook, goes into watching movies, constantly escapism where you're not engaging with that reality of life and people and rubbing up against them. I want to pray for you today because God wants to do something powerful this year of bringing you into a journey of realizing that intimacy and love and the flow of love with other people and with God is what you really long for <laughs> inside your heart. Does that make sense? And I know that I know that word speaking to some people really deeply. So thank you, Holy Spirit, for just quickening that to people's hearts. Deliverance from forms of addictions, especially media and video games. Yeah, people, people are the greatest treasure in the world, apart from the Holy Spirit. Um, and in- intimacy is what your heart craves. Intimacy is what your heart really craves. Um, I love, there's this really cool dude called Larry Randolph. He's a, prof, he's a prophet. And when I was at Bethel, he came and shared with us. And it was amazing because he called people out by their birth dates. He literally could point at people and say, your birthday is January the 5th, and God has this word for you. And I just thought that was amazing. I like stuff like that. <laughs> like, it just gets me excited. So I was like, Larry, you're cool. I like you, man. Like, <laughs> I want that birthday gift. <laughs> but he said something really powerful. Um, he got us thinking about, you know, if, it was the, if, if each day was your last day, the last day you had on earth, what would you be passionate about and what would you do with it? And it really touched me what he said. He said that if it was my last day to live, I'd grab my wife and dance with her, spin her around and just look into her eyes. <laughs> and that really touched me. It's like, 
the people that are around you are the greatest treasure. And I feel like it's a strong word for this year that we need to rip off, rip off whatever is stealing from you, whatever is stealing from your actually sowing into what's eternally important. You know, guys, if we just walk around letting it, letting stuff bind us up, <laughs> one day that clock's going to tick over <laughs> and there isn't going to be another day. So there has to be a rising up, like, I'm going to rip this stuff off me and I'm going to live and I'm going to love and I'm going to um, value what's really important. That's the huge thing I feel like this year is about. Who's with me on that? Who wants that badly? Like, you want to come to the end of your life and be like, man, I danced with my wife. I kissed my children. I took them on adventures. I loved all my friends when they were hurting. Come on. I'm excited about that. Thank you, Anna. Nice to see you, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, so love is perfect when the full cycle is completed. When we're simply like a dam that's like wanting, 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 wanting for ourselves more, 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 the water becomes stagnant and it almost starts to make us sick in our tummies because there's too much in there. (laughs) But like life happens beside a flowing stream. Like I just love imagining like beside the Nile, like ancient Egyptian, Egyptian civilization, how that river just brought life to them. Like women just carrying their babies down and washing the clothes and bathing in the river and it's like the river brings life. The river brings life. <laughs> and the river of the Holy Ghost will bring life to you like nothing else. <laughs> so use your imagination. How can you live life to the full this year and let the river flow out from you? God gave you your imagination to create your own reality in partnership with Him. So you need you gotta use it, like be intentional about using your imagination. I think that's something that I'm really good at. Like, I literally spend hours every week lying on my floor in my bedroom using my imagination to create the world that I want to live in. Imagining, because when you imagine it, there's an amazing verse that says that we can be renewed in the spirit of our mind. Like, your mind is not just your own, you actually have the mind of Christ. You literally have the mind of Christ. So, when you go into that place of imagination, it's a powerful place where He will speak to you. Yeah. So use your imagination, guys, and um, how can you live life to the full this year? How can you embrace the joy of loving God and the joy of loving others? Yeah, so just drinking in does not satisfy us. When you're like, I'm struggling to read the clock. Because it's been too, I just had like the digital clock for too long. The, the hands in the, it's big hand for the hour. Is it? Little hand for the hour. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Secretly, I just wanted to make a joke. When you preach, like you dream of being that guy who's just cracking jokes and everyone's laughing, because it means you don't have to do as much preaching. <laughs> but I'm just not that funny. I have other strengths. <laughs> okay.
final word for twenty word for twenty sixteen. It's a year for the power of the Spirit, ministering in the power of the Spirit. Um, there are many facets to ministering in the power of the Spirit. Did you know that? It doesn't just look like one thing. Like ministering in the power of the Spirit does not just look like going out on a treasure hunt and being really scared and terrified and approaching strangers and asking if you can pray for their broken leg. Like that is definitely an aspect of ministering in the power of the Spirit. But God's given you a unique way that you minister in the power of the Spirit. And it's important that you value that and find out what that is for you and start to do it this year more and more and more intentionally. Yeah, so did you know that like in the right moment, just putting a hand on someone's shoulder or saying a very simple word can be ministering in the power of the Holy Spirit when the Holy Spirit's on it. Yeah, it's all about the Holy Spirit being on it. I've got quite a few verses here, but they're just so powerful that you're going to enjoy them. (laughs) Um, If you have the Holy Spirit, you have something powerful to give. Did you know that? If, you're, if the Holy Spirit lives inside you, you have something unimaginably powerful to give to the people around you, the world around you. So Acts chapter 3, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts. I love this. I've always. It's interesting because when I was a little, when I was young in my life, I never had a clear idea of what I wanted to do in terms of a job. But this next verse, when I was a kid, this is what I wanted to be when I was older, was like the epitome of this next verse. Um, actually, I might go from verse X. Three verse two. So a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful. That's a cool name for a temple gate. It's poetic. Where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked him for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, silver or gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking, jumping, and praising God. Wow, when all the people saw walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging in the temple gate called Beautiful, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. I love that. Look what Peter said. Silver or gold I do not have, but what I do have, I give you in the name of Jesus Christ. This is going to be a year of us realizing even more what we do have, what's inside of us, and just extending our hand out to give it to other people. Who's with me on that? eh? Who wants to do that? I want to do that so badly. I'm just burning with a fire at the moment. I just want to... um, you know, get back out on the streets, minister to people, see people healed. And I think that it's good at the start of the year to just refocus on these things that as a body is, and here at Liberty, we're so called to those things, aren't we? It's our DNA. It's our DNA. Matthew ten eight. this is our DNA. We say this in Firestarters. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the leper, drive out demons, freely you have received, freely give. Come on. Mm. 
heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the leper, drive out demons, freely you have received, freely give. I want to do that this year. Uh, 1 Corinthians 4.20, the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. Dunamis power. Uh, 1 Corinthians 2.4, my message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power. So this is ministering in the power of the Spirit, guys, and I feel like it's a word for this year, that it's going to go to another level. It's going to be exciting. And each one of you has a part to play in it, even if it doesn't look like what it looks like for the person next to you. <laughs> for me personally, like the greatest, most exciting feeling that I experienced in my entire life is feeling that anointing leave your body. You know, when, when the um, woman came to Jesus with the issue of blood, and um, it says that Jesus was aware of the virtue that left his body, like, that's just an exciting moment when you feel that supernatural power from the almighty living God has, like, left your body and touched somebody else to heal them, to minister hope to them, minister to life. Like, oh, that, when you're living in that place of, like, that flow, that gets you in a, in a momentum where you're excited. You've got a testimony. You're not relying on someone else's testimony. It's like you've got a testimony of what God's done. Oh. And this is how revival happened, guys. Do you see how when um, Peter and John, when they lifted this man who had been lame from birth, the whole town had seen him there? The people saw him walking and praising God. They recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened. See, I want to see some things like that happen this year, guys. We're like just signs, signs that make people wonder, signs that draw people into the kingdom, signs that create revival, create salvation. Oh my gosh, it's not an accident as well that we had a cancer testimony on the first day of the year. Like that's the Holy Ghost. That's power, healing power. Do you guys know if people understood that God was destroying cancer by the very fire of his presence, that they would be flooding in to be healed to be saved, like this is God's intention that the, the tide of his power would grow so high that it starts to draw people to himself. The glory of the Lord would start to cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. See, I, that's awesome, guys. Um. <laughs> See, God, thank you, for t- uh, thank you for 2016. I thank you for fresh vision. I thank you that you've We've had an awesome morning, God, this morning where we can just dream, we can get excited about this year. I thank you for what you're going to do. I thank you for each person here, God. Each person is just precious in your sight. I pray that you touch each of our hearts with a fresh, um, just the fresh breath of your voice over this year. Yeah, that we would be um, dreamers whose hearts are secure in you, secure in the Father's love that we can dream because we know that you, um, you're holding us, you care for us. We're not orphans. We're not struggling through this. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
okay, that's enough quiet time. <laughs> really want to have fun this morning and <laughs> go off to the Holy Ghost. So um, we're going to invite Jen back up. She's going to coordinate. We're going to have ministry time. It's going to be powerful. So if you'd like prayer, Jen will invite you up. And I love you, I love you guys. Eh? I love this church so much. And it's good to see everybody. And thanks for listening. Isn't it awesome to hear Joel preach, just to share his heart about 2016? Yeah, come on. Why don't you stand with me? And uh, Joel has shared a few things this morning, and I know that he really wants to pray. Like, I was um, just encouraging him to to, um, just share what he wanted to pray about, but we're going to partner together now. (laughs) <laughs> so that's always fun. I love I, par- I love partnering and ministering with Joel because we do it a lot in Firestarters. Firestarters? <laughs> so why don't you come up here with me, Joel, and be, be, be my friend up here on the stage. You're awesome. Isn't he awesome? He is a real true son of the house, of this house, and we love you. Yeah. So we just want to, I just want to get Joel, Joel's just going to just pray for us as all of us as we go into this new year, because I just really feel like it's a prayer that, that he wants, I really feel he needs to pray this over us as a church. And all we need to do is in our hearts have this, um, this, this word, one word that says yes. And I know that he's going to, he's also going to be praying for some people after the, this, but there's there's a there's huge power in just being a yes in your heart. Yeah. So why don't you do that and then we'll see what happens. Thank you, God. Yeah, Holy Spirit, right now we just release the wind of your presence that it will start to blow on the embers of people's hearts. There'd be a rising up inside of us, God, um, for a new year, a rising up of determination, of courage, of setting our hearts towards running that race that you've called us to. Thank you, Jesus. I pray there'd be a burning fire of intimacy birthed in people's hearts, God, for that beautification in your presence, God, to stand pure and blameless before you, like a holy in your presence, that we can be used like flames of fire for your kingdom. Thank you, Jesus. I pray you increase the anointing of power on each one right now, that your fire would touch people on their hands, fire on people's hands, wind across people's faces right now in Jesus' name, that they would feel the windiest spirit behind them. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, God, I just speak maturity over each one, that this would be a year of standing up straighter, standing up taller, carrying more of the anointing that you've called us to carry, God, stepping into new places of influence. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, we love you, God. We love you, God. In Jesus' name.